What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the MVP Podcast, where we discuss sports, media, music, and stuff that you may or may not care about. On this episode, Robbie and myself will break down the aftermath and media narrative immediately following Russell Westbrook's departure from the Los Angeles Lakers. We'll also give grades to some of the NBA trades we saw go down. Rodney will sound off on LeBron James. And we'll discuss whether or not Anthony Davis is showing signs of wanting to leave the Los Angeles Lakers. Then for our music table discussion, we'll say a few words of tribute to De La Soul's Trugaway, aka Plug 2, and discuss what he meant to the music and the culture. We'll also say a few words of appreciation for the late great producer Jake Dillon. And then we'll get into our weekly award. So with that, please kick back and enjoy the show. What's going on, my brother? What's good? What's good? We back. We are back. We are back. It wasn't a long time when we left you. No, no not this time. Too much been going on without the Broke Podcast Step 2. Tell me about it. What's good with you, though, bro? Hey man, hey, it's been kind of a slow week, you know what I mean? Got got the no midweek meeting part, so I feel good about that, you know what I mean? So that's always, <laughs> that's always lovely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is, oh, it is, especially when you have the, the uh, Caleb part and you got the you know the, the branch come to the rescue and, and they no, nah, we gotta go, we gonna go over this part from uh, that we missed like two weeks ago. <laughs> so, the coordinator was like, hey, you ain't got. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out to the brothers who don't keep up with them updates. <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh, yeah, brother. Uh, Chairman reached out to me. You know, he, he'll he'll remain nameless, but he reached out to me earlier this week saying I had a part. I was like, uh, nah, man, better go back and check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Better go back and check. I'm off the hook this week. I had to chair this week, so I had to reach out to the brother who was supposed to do that part. He was like, well, so-and-so said I didn't have to. And I was like, yeah, I know, but there was an adjustment, you know, and then I had to call that brother. So that brother fortunately was able to sub in the one who, who neglected to tell him. So, you know, the crisis right. was a little, but yeah, man, keep up with them updates, man. Keep up with them updates. Got to, man. Check y'all inboxes, man. Check y'all you know check for all that stuff man don't just you know <laughs> not check it that's how you mix missed up and i hate it. i'm guilty as charged too you know i can't check there's times where stuff get you know we get alerts man and i ain't on i ain't on the login like that you know what i mean so you know but i at least try to make an effort at least check it you know every yeah. other day make sure nothing new on there so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. Our stuff has gotten by me, you know. But like, you know, once you once you find it, you, you know, you, you you make the adjustment and you know try try to stay on top of things. But yeah, it, it, it happens. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, that, man. that that segues way perfectly into my 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 shout outs. By the way, by the way, before you even get into that, man, my. My com- my conspiracy theory of the X Men has has came true thanks to your artwork. So, you know, 
<laughs> well, it's Black History Month, so I had to put the, I had to do the Malcolm Magneto uh, thing. I mean, I mean, that's what X Men was based off of. So you know, it is what it is for people that, yeah. for people that don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. X Men was the was the woke uh, comic book. If you didn't know, exactly. And, but, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead, hit us, hit us up. Oh man, shout out to brothers who be on your head about what you've potentially missed or didn't see in the inbox or the, in the letters or in the reminders. But then when you try to get them to pinch hit for you, they, they beg off. They beg off trying to help out. It's like, man, bro, a couple of days ago, I'm at work, working hard as I, as one tends to do. And this brother is he like- He said working hard. <laughs> And his brother, a fellow elder, is like texting me like crazy about a Bible study request that was put in by somebody who lives in our territory that the um, the branch contacted us about. And I, I did see the request. And you, you know how like you can request a Bible study and, and they the branch reaches out to yeah. whatever congregation and all that is you, you whose territory you live in. So I did see I did see the request and. A couple of days ago, or a couple of days prior, and because I just got busy or whatever, like like I forgot to assign it to somebody to follow up. So this brother's texting me, and he, this to give you some context, this brother's always texting me about, did you see, did you see the letter about what the service overseer has to do? Did you see this? Did you see that about the the report that needs to be put in or the the the, the, the literature that needs to be? It's like yeah, I saw it, I saw it, bro, I saw it. So he's texting me like crazy while I'm working about this this study request. Did you see it? Did you see it? Did you get anybody to follow up on it? Let me know you get my messages. You know, and I I finally text him back. I said, um, I said, yeah, yeah, I saw the uh, I saw. I'm trying not to use his name. I, I saw the I, saw, I did see the request. I was like, however, I've been kind of busy the past couple of days. But since you're so on top of this, how about you just follow up with this person, with this interested person? Then, then I get a flood of texts of him begging off. Well, I can't really do it because I work secularly and you should probably ask a brother who doesn't work secularly or one of the retired brothers. And I was like, nah, the, the, the request said that he's available uh, um, on weekends. So, no, we don't need to get a retired brother to do it. Can you do it? Oh, I can't really do it because, you know, I got problems. Then why are you bringing it up to me? Why, why are you, you bringing it up? Life? So, so Rodney, I stopped answering his text messages after he said he couldn't do it. So then he calls me. Now I'm working, so I can't pick up. I let it go to voicemail. He leaves a message, a long detailed message explaining why he can't do it. Then after I didn't return his call, he sends me another text message. Did you please, please verify that you got my messages? So like I purposely waited and I was like, yeah, I got your messages. But like you, I work secularly too and I couldn't respond. But I got your messages. So <laughs> it's like, bro, if, if you're not going to step up and be like, you know what? Yeah, Ian, I can handle this. Why would you send me six, seven text messages bugging me about whether or not I've seen the request? Obviously, to me, that's a clue that maybe just maybe you want to help out and be the one to follow up on this. And then when I ask you to do it, you got every excuse in the world as to why you can't. <laughs> I can't I can't stand that. I cannot stand that, Rodney. Then 
then another brother <laughs> um the next day asked me the same question through email so i said yeah you know what i actually did ask another uh, brother so-and-so to follow up but he he said that he couldn't can you follow up on this brother still haven't gotten a response mm. so it's like stop don't don't be that brother that's constantly trying to point out what another brother may or may have potentially missed or what might got got by him but then you're doing nothing to alleviate his 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 workload right and just just don't be that brother <laughs> yeah i deal with that all the time as a service overseer did you check this s70 did you check this did you check that did, who sent it uh any results from it uh um obviously you don't see anybody new in the congregation walking through that door <laughs> so obviously nothing happened <laughs> and it's like you have you, you have know. access you have access to all the information i have access to okay because exactly. you, you, everybody every, see every, everybody everybody can see it so it's like if you're that concerned just just you have, it. Address, you have their name their address and the times they're available yeah. you have all of that info i i it and also on top of your shout out i'm gonna add this too shout out to those those brothers that that see something that they want to counsel somebody about but then they go to you to try to get you on the same page with them and then want you to counsel them instead of them counseling them when they're the first ones to catch on to what they saw was either inappropriate or offensive or maybe you know uh something in a talk that they didn't agree with that me myself if i'm sitting there listening to the talk too and i didn't catch that but you're the only one that caught that and you're like oh i think you need to talk to this brother we no you caught it you're an elder <laughs> You talk to the brother, because all I'm gonna say is, well, yeah, you know, he gonna you gonna look at me while we talking to the brother. I'm gonna be like, well, yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah, especially if it was something for something that like I did not personally witness. Right. I, I can't tell you right. how many phone calls I've gotten about man, the brother who took out the group for service. He said this, or he said that, or he didn't go over this. Or, I'm like, all right, well, who else was mm -hmm. there? Well, well, I saw it. And brother so-and-so was there. He saw it. I was like, so why didn't y'all why didn't y'all why didn't y'all address it? Y'all say it. So I'm supposed to go to this brother. Yeah, I I I I'm I'm gonna counsel you about something. I, I wasn't there to see it myself. I was just told this by somebody else, but I'm gonna counsel you about something I didn't even say. Like how 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 crazy do I look? Yeah, I'm telling you. So, you know, brother, man, brother, stop, stop. You know, if you're in a position where you can, you can rightfully counsel somebody, just do it. Don't, don't go run to the service office. Well, well, you know, it's service related because it happened at the meeting for service. That don't mean nothing. Just because I'm a service overseer don't mean I got to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to counsel every little thing a brother who takes the group out does wrong. If you're there. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I don't even know if it went down the way you said it went down exactly but then as soon as you catch something as soon as you as soon as as soon as me 
something I caught that you also caught as well. And I bring it to your attention. Oh, I don't think we should address it. But we all saw it. No, I think we, I don't want to over, I don't want to overanalyze the situation. Oh, oh, you don't want to analyze the situation. Okay. Okay. All right. But you want to get me involved with something I didn't even notice with own eyes and didn't witness. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that. Either, either, either counsel them or don't. Like, you know? If it if it if right. it wasn't a big deal, such of a big deal that you had to say something in the moment, it probably wasn't that big big of a deal. Exactly. And well, if I the just friends feel, aren't talking about it and buzzing about too. it, that too. Because one time it had to do with with a joke that um, a brother cracked on an older sister, and they felt that it was offensive to her. But the sister who the joke was cracked on didn't have a problem with it. When I actually talked to her about it, like she was like, "Oh no, we joke like that all the time." Like, you know, ain't, I wasn't no offense taken, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool, cool. I'm, 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 I'm glad, you know." Mm-hmm. Also, too, if you have beef <laughs> with somebody in the congregation, do not put it on social media. Uh, divorce oh. the context and, and try to get dozens of other witnesses to take your side, man. No, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, man. Yo, yo, yo. What, what, hey, hey, hey. You got to elaborate on that. What, what's good? What's good, I, I actually, fam? I, I actually can't because it's a developing situation. I know you can't. Man. I can't. I know you can't. <laughs> it's a developing situation, man. <laughs> I know you can't. I know that's a deep one. That's a deep one. But, but you, you do get a lot of friends that do that. They, they go on social media. They might be going through something in life. And this is another thing that, 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 you know, or, trips or me maybe, out about some witnesses. Or Go maybe ahead. they're just a, a horrible, contentious person. But like, don't, regardless of what, what's going on, like, like, don't, don't air out your stuff because there's always going to be somebody who might have a little bit more context, a little bit more detail, and then they'll try to call you out on it in front of all these other friends and then it's going to blow up into a bigger thing so now you got a problem with not one person but two you know and then you got if if you see this anybody listening if you if you're part of a, a social media group of, of j-dubs and somebody does this do not throw logs on the fire and say well i would do this i would be offended if somebody did that to me and if someone did oh, that to yeah. me i would do not throw logs on that fire stay as far away from it as humanly possible because the motive there is not to make peace the motive there is to get people to co-sign your stance or their stance and they say you know what you right that that that, that brother was out of line or that sister was out of line they shouldn't have did that to you you know you, you, poor poor you <laughs> like don't don't do not throw no logs on that fire if you see something like that do not engage because i promise yep. you promise you there's tons of missing context and tons of missing details to 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 the account exactly and and stop and stop with this quoting all of these like i i see this on social media sometimes from certain friends that you know they're going through things you can tell they're going through things and they put these quotes on social media from other like like philosophers and this that and the other and it's like you know, it has nothing. It's it's all worldly philosophy, 
and they're posting it on their page and oh i agree with this saying in the comment oh i agree with this or this that and the other just to get people to side with you on whatever is going on in your life you know to me that just you get that, no, that, I, I, yeah I, I i've seen that too but that that doesn't annoy me as much as so oh, it annoys you, me when you got Gucci Mane when you got Gucci Mane in the artwork <laughs> by, behind it. You saying Gucci Mane ain't got nothing out of here, man? You, you saying Gucci Mane nah, ain't man, got nothing to man, 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 get that man out of here, man. He shouldn't even. I, I, I already got some beef about this stupid Billboard top fifty rappers list. And, Come on, y'all. That man I'm, I'm being so on the list. I'm so tired of that, that that list being discussed. It's like Billboard does not yeah, know. Just, don't, even, don't even get that. Why are we giving that energy? Yeah, I'm not even but, giving that no, no, <laughs> no feedback. But yeah, man, I'm just using Gucci Mane as an example. I, <laughs> I ain't saying it was actually Gucci Mane, but it had like some thug dude in the background and it's and it's making some type of quote. And it's like, bro, like you what? I just heard you give a comment during a meeting with one of the most intellectual comments and then you you quoting get out of here with that man i'm sorry that, that, i'm not i i i, I I'm, I'm keeping swiping it man <laughs> I, I personally don't have a big of a problem with that i don't i don't it's not so much that i, I like it I, it's that i dis i dislike it less than i think you probably do because there, there are quite few, there it. are quite a few african proverbs out there that that are very like uh just just brilliant you know that that i've i've seen and read yeah, I, mean, I agree with I'm that not, i'm not i'm not posting about them online or nothing because no nobody cares uh what i find you know uh you know intellectually stimulating at the end of the day nobody really cares um but yeah if if, if it's meant to garner some sort of uh inquiries as to what you're going through or who hurts you then yeah, I I don't I don't like that I don't like that. But like when you're you when yeah, you're and that's being, what I was referring to, uh, you know, in that, that regard, as possible about a real life situation that went down instead of going to the person that quote unquote offended you or hurt you or tra tra transgressed in some kind of way. It's like that's that that's not being a peacemaker. That's being a peace breaker. Exactly, I agree with that a hundred percent. <laughs> like, why you gotta yeah, do that? Man. Hey, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> like Herman was said, don't hit sin. Don't hit sin. Remember, remember when uh Prem was reviewing um what was the name of that movie? It was a state pro I think it was state property. And he was talking about the scene where uh where where Dame Dash and Jay-Z kidnapped Beanie Siegel's girlfriend. I missed, you that? I missed that episode. And I missed Prim, that and episode. Prim, and Prim was like, that's not cool, Jay-Z. Why you do that? <laughs> <laughs> he was doing it in real life back then. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any more uh shout outs? No, nah, man. No, nah, man. Nah, I'm good. Let's get to this basketball. Oh, for sure, for sure. I, I am anxious to talk about some basketball. Didn't get a chance we got, to, to post. I'm sorry, we got we got basketball, we got music, we got food. And hopefully we yeah, might we might got, have we might have time to get into some train of thought. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get into this quickly then, man. 
I want to start off with this. It, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of long winded, but I'm gonna try to get through it as fast as I can. But I, I want to read all this just to make a point about uh, LeBron, um, because this is gonna be the most slanderous LeBron episode that you're ever going to hear on Magnificent Vibes podcast. And I can't wait to get into it. That's a high wait. bar. That's a high bar. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some really really slanderous ones. Yeah, it, well, I'm gonna get into this this little slant. So everybody know trade deadline was last Thursday. In excellent side episode uh, on your breakdown of all the trades. If you guys haven't listened to that, go back track and listen to that episode. Uh, but um, I want to follow up on some things that were said about Russell Westbrook after this trade that went down between the Lakers and the Utah Jazz. So one. Uh, this is uh, McMinnon from the t- NBA Today. He mentioned this on NBA Today last Thursday, and I'll quote him. He said, as one source told me, you remove a vampire from the locker room. And then he said, that meaning a vampire is the blood out of the locker room. Russell Westbrook moves on. So after he said this quote, it, it struck a, a chord with uh, Mrs. Westbrook, Nina Westbrook, and uh, shout out to Nina Westbrook. She's an all-star. Uh, Most definitely. Um, this is what she said in response. She said, "This just sucks." ESPN. Uh, Russell Westbrook is no vampire, and she said, "This also uh, this also slander because anyone who knows anything." knows that this is couldn't be farther from the truth on a personal note i have school-aged kids who have to listen to their peers repeat the nasty things that you guys say on television about their father i guess i will prepare myself to explain to my five-year-old this that his dad is not actually a vampire and that major news outlets only say things like that to get attention now, not only did Nina Westbrook basically took to social media to respond to this, this slanderous quote, also other NBA players responded to this quote. One being all-star guard Chris Paul and Donovan Mitchell. They also sounded in on in the comment section. Uh, Chris Paul wrote, put a name on it seemingly referring to McMinnon's sources while Mitchell added stop it Carmelo Anthony who's been a free agent since the end of 2021-22 he mentioned who's the source Terrell Owens former NFL player chimed in <laughs> and he he kind of chimed in but then he went he took a jab at Skip Bayless because you know him and Skip Bayless hate each other so I say all that to say this. You're hearing from all of these other players. You're hearing from Westbrook's wife. Who are we not hearing from in regards to defending Russell Westbrook? Who LeBron donated, anybody associated with Clutch. Yeah. Who do, uh, Russell, by the way, who don't, uh, didn't he donate like $50,000 or something like that? 100 pairs of sneakers. To score. No one's talking about that, though. Yeah, he's talking about that. 
Yeah, Ru- Russ is giving up a, a raw deal. And like, well, go ahead. I'm going to let you finish because there's something about the player's defense that I, I, I do kind of want to highlight. But go ahead. I'll let you finish. LeBron James basically lobbied this man to come to L.A. They And, and they were just basking in the sun. Also in, Nas, in one of Nas' videos together, right? For King's Disease 2. And, you know, champagning and campaigning. And here, Westbrook, Westbrook didn't work out in L.A. They were supposedly be close friends. And LeBron, all the bum James want to do is soak up in his record breaker from last Tuesday. Load manage afterwards. Pop up at the Super Bowl, getting booed, crowning him because he's crowning himself the greatest of all time. Because that's all he's concerned about. And (laughs) not even in a rush to come back and play with the team after the team made all these trades that the fans demanded them to make. I bet you any type of money, if Kyrie Irving got traded to the Lakers... After he broke that record last Tuesday, he would have played the next day. Oh, absolutely. He would have played, he would have played that first game with Kyrie. But oh, it's D'Angelo Russell. Oh, it's Mo Bamba. Oh, it's yeah, that's decent. You know, we can get to the play in with that. But uh, you know, I'll just rest. I'll just I'll just load manage. I ain't in no hurry. Oh, they talking about Russell Westbrook. Oh no, nah, I'm you know, I'm I'm good. When it whenever it whenever the chips are stacked. Throughout his entire career, when when the heat starts to rise against LeBron or anybody that he was affiliated with, that people are looking at him and saying, "LeBron, you gonna do something about it?" Oh, he just sits there. He, he don't say nothing. He ain't nothing. just like the whole Shannon Sharp thing when Shannon Sharp was coming at the Grizzlies. Did you hear anything? Did you hear LeBron defending his his so called stand? No, he just sat in the corner, let it happen. Didn't really do nothing. Didn't come to his to, to his guy so-called guy's defense. So I I I I see I see through you, LeBron. I see through you, man. Dude, I, it, I, will it, take it, I will take it a step further. Speaking of the players who defended Russ, okay, congratulations. Kudos to you for exposing the false narrative. But in my opinion, they didn't go further enough. Just say what it is. You know, everybody act like they keep it real. They, they keep it real. They so brolic. They so this. They so that. These these, these fake uh, uh, hold me back thugs to Patrick Beverly. It's just just say what it is. Russ got traded because right. he couldn't get LeBron another ring. Yep. So they have to paint exactly. this narrative. They have to paint this narrative that he was a vampire. That he wasn't a team player. Russ has always been Russ. That's why a lot of people who really analyzed the game of basketball, the Zach Lowe's and whatnot, they knew from the jump this wasn't going to work. They were like, yeah, it could work. But however, the, the Lakers gave up too much depth to get Russell Westbrook. There's a huge downside to this. Yep. You know, so now they got to paint this narrative that he was somehow sucking the life out of the rest of the team. And now that he's gone, then, you know. Uh, 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 that's that's why things weren't working out, and 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 you know the Lakers couldn't win games. It's like, yo, LeBron is past his prime. He needs to retire, and that's the bottom line. Sorry, he only got four rings. Couldn't get to six. Couldn't get to seven. Sorry, 
but and 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 in the minute they traded Russell Westbrook, hmm, who else? They they looking around the room. Who 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 else can we blame? Huh? Anthony Davis didn't look too excited about. Uh, oh uh, my god. I'm that, so glad you guy, mentioned that. That guy, that guy needs to step it up. Anthony Davis is averaging a double double. The other night he had 19 points, 10 rebounds, and three blocks. But the same night, yeah, 20, 20 rebounds, 20 rebounds, 20 rebounds. I'm sorry, and it was the exact same night. AD needs to step it up. What's going on with AD? Why is AD looking so lethargic? AD, that's the guy who needs to step it up, not the guy who who provoked all these trades and is sitting out. And not playing games, he came back to play against the Pelicans. Wow, big, big, big whoop! <laughs> oh, the Lakers look good. Their new kid, the, the chemistry is there. No, it's not. They, they beat the Zion, Zionless Pelicans. Oh my! Oh, the new look Lakers. Uh, uh, by the way, the by the way, they beat the Pelicans without Zion. By the way, who are thirty and twenty nine? At, at, yeah, at one point, was in I, second place in the Western Conference. Still a lot better than the Lakers. Oh my god, dude. The new look Lakers. It's like stop the BS, man. Stop the BS. And now now, and now that they got hear. Russ out of there, now they got Russ in there. It, 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 oh, they were calling for Rob Palinka's head. Then then he made all these trades. Okay. Now, now well, they were calling for Russ's head before Palinka. And when that, when they couldn't get a trade in enough time, they started calling for Palinka's head. Then he made a trade happen. They got Russ out of there. Oh, he was a vampire. He wasn't no good for the locker room. Now, now they're looking at Anthony Davis like, hmm, we, we, ain't, we ain't getting enough from this guy. They're gonna blame him, despite him averaging a double double instead of the guy who's just sitting out games with no, with no apparent injury. <laughs> you yeah. got Darvin Ham lying to the media. Well, you know, he said he had a foot soreness. So, you know, if his foot is sore, it's, it's like we know he's going to play in an all-star game. How how sore is his foot really? <laughs> it's shameful, bro. It's shameful. Russell Westbrook, man, like, like I ain't the biggest Russ fan, but, like, it, it is kind of sad to see him just get get just maligned and railroaded in the media for, for, the, for, for the simple crime of not bringing LeBron a championship. Right, you know, and and you know, as far as what his family is going through, this is all just collateral damage in the in the in the narrative to to, to crown LeBron the goat. But uh, and, and hey. here's the thing, here's the thing, for those that 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 want to sit here and, and crown LeBron the goat, I went back and looked up Michael Jordan's um, record with the Wizards. They they won 37 games both years. Now, what people don't realize is that even if the Lakers make the play in, they'll they'll probably that means they probably finished tenth in the West, tenth or ninth. Back then, there really was no play in when Mike was playing. Than, you really think they're gonna have a no, better record no. than the Jazz or the Blazers? <laughs> no, no, that's not my point. My oh, point okay, is. Okay. No, that's not my point. My point is Michael Jordan didn't have the luxury of having a play-in when he was with the Wizards to give him a second chance to propel them into the playoffs. So if, which is not going to happen, by the way, it's not going to happen, but if 
if the Lakers bounce back and get to the playoffs, get out of the play and get to the playoffs, the narrative is going to, you know, get louder, right? But y'all got to realize the Wizards didn't have a play-in back then. So Mike couldn't get an opportunity to get to the playoffs like LeBron did. The plan is, is, is to me, is, is a source of saving teams that didn't have that great of a season to get one more chance to get into the playoffs. I mean, the plan, let's, let's just call it out for what it is. The plan is an effort to get the boost ratings and to create and that's higher. It. Yeah. You know, that's it. That's it. But these, these teams, these teams are in this position because they didn't deserve a playoff spot. That's why they're, exactly. that's why they're in this position. Like you said, I mean, man, and that's, I hope everybody tell their ACLs. <laughs> that's to say, if they even make the plan, it's like okay, let's 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 say they they get in. It's like you, they still going to face off with either the Nuggets or the Suns in the first round. And it's like, and it's going to be a right. first round exit. So it's like, what what yep. are we what are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? And Darvin Ham, man, you better watch out. Mm-hmm. They gonna be calling for your head in T minus six months. Yep. Because I'm looking at who they're under. Listen, the Warriors going to get back on track. They got Steph Curry is coming back at the end of the month. The Thunder, I think it's going to be hard to get out that 10th spot. The Thunder are going to keep winning games. The The Jazz are going to keep winning games. The the, the Jazz are in 11th right now. They're not even in play. They they might punt. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sold on them just yet, but they might punt. Right. Now, the only team that you can look at and say can fall off the, the map and maybe and, and I'm looking at the Trailblazers. It's going to be hard for the Lakers to pass the Trailblazers. They're in 12th place. The, La- the Trailblazers are in 12th place. The Lakers are still in 13th. What? 22 games to go. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Do you Not think they'll happen. win? You think they'll win um, 37 games? I think the best they can do is, is yeah, 36, 35, 36. Because I'm going to look at the Lakers. Let's look at the Lakers. Let's go down their schedule, all right? <clears throat> Let, let's see. I'm going to pull up their schedule. And uh, let's see who they got next. All right. So so they got one more game. Actually, they got, a, they got the, the Warriors at home. February. After the All-Star weekend. Then they go on the road to the Mavericks. Then they play the Grizzlies on the road. Then they play the Thunder on the road. Then they play the Timberwolves at home. Then they got the Warriors again. Then they got the Grizzlies again. They got the Raptors who got better. You got the Knicks who got better. You got the Pelicans. Eh, you could throw it. Pelicans and Rockets two in a row. Man, they could win two in a row there, possibly. LeBron gonna, the put 40, LeBron gonna put up 45 against the Pelicans, and then the next day they're gonna be like, oh, the LeBron, 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 LeBron with, the, with, the, with the statement win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he then he gonna low manage for the Rockets game. Then the Mavericks come come to town, they'll lose that one. They got the Magic coming into town, they'll lose that one because the Magic are a feisty bad team. Magic beat the the, the Celtics three times this year. I saw so that. That's bro. no that's that's no walk in the park matchup for the Lakers. 
You got the Suns, who should the have magic. KD by that time. Yeah, the Magic are low key. They in another year or two, they're gonna be that squad. Yeah. And you said they got the Suns. And then they, they got the Suns. Then they got the Thunder again. Then they got the Bulls in back to back. So I'm I'm looking through this list, man. I'm barely seeing three wins. And I, I ain't even mentioning the whole schedule leading into April. They, I, I'm only seeing three wins. Because the rest of that schedule is tough. And they're sitting at how many it's wins? It's tough. They're sitting at 27 wins. They play Phoenix. They play Phoenix twice. They play Golden State twice. They play the Grizzlies two more times. They, they got the, the Clippers one more time. They play the Mavericks twice. They got the Jazz twice. They'll then probably sprinkle in the Knicks the, and the Bulls. They might split against the Bulls. Right. They, they'll probably beat the Bulls both times. They'll probably beat the Pelicans the next time. They'll probably one of those Jazz games. They'll probably win. I, I give them about four, four, four wins. You know. Yeah. I don't see it happening. I don't see them making no play in. This is going to be another failed season. And here's another thing I want to include about Anthony Davis not looking at uh, uh, what well, it's turning his back on and 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 doing the you know exercising. <laughs> he's he's actually following the footsteps of our Bible character uh, by the name of Lot. Listen, <laughs> he didn't want to look at the, he didn't want to look at LeBron James shot because he wanted to turn into a pillar of salt. That man did not care about that shot. He did not care about that record. You know what? You want to know why? Because after the game, he said, I was upset we were losing. How are you going to go down this man's throat for being upset about losing? More upset about losing than caring about a record. That's his prerogative. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, That's his y'all, prerogative. Just, y'all did lose to the. They did lose to the Thunder. By the way, it's not like they lost to the Bucks or the Celtics. They lost to the Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. SGA. But I told you. I told you. I told you. SGA is a beast, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But did you? And that's the thing, man. Did you did you hear about the lip readers that that were breaking down the footage between LeBron and AD? When, no, when LeBron, I didn't see that. Okay, so LeBron came on. He put his arm around AD, and it looked like he was trying to like cheer him up, and like he was saying something. And everyone says he was saying, "You know, I still love you. You know, I still love you." And a lot of people were speculating that LeBron was saying that because Anthony Davis probably heard. As the trade deadline was approaching, that they shopped him, mm. and it would not surprise me if that was true. Mm. AD ain't stupid, man. He knows how the business goes. Yeah, he know sure. he knows every potential deal is is green lighted by LeBron, and he probably heard his name coming up in trade talks because people are still saying he's the problem. He probably heard his name coming up in trade talk because I I was hearing like AD for KD uh, trade discussions, you know, and a bunch of others, and it was just like because because it was clear nobody really wanted Russ, right? 
So I bet you that's what happened, man. I bet I bet you he he heard his name was coming up in trade talks and he was like, bro, what the heck? <laughs> I yep. bet you that's what happened. And LeBron had to come on, uh, come over. Oh man, you know, you know I still love you. <laughs> Just because I really love you. <laughs> 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 I used to play that in the background. Really, really love you. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, dude. Um, now I'm, I'm gonna take a time out in this LeBron slander because I'm gonna get back to him in a minute. Uh, trade deadline ratings, man. I know you had posted your episode. But if you had to rate some of these trades from one to ten, I got some of them here. I, we're not gonna go through all the trades, but uh, let's let's start with let's start with Phoenix, man. Since you know Phoenix is was the one that you know came out of nowhere. You know we all woke up to the next morning to uh, KD being traded to the Suns. Uh, if you had to rate that trade from a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? Which one? The 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 the, the uh, KD KD to the Phoenix. Um, I give it a B. You know what I'm saying? Like a B minus. Um, it's a trade that has a very short window to, to yield results. Uh let's just be real with it. You know what I mean? Like um You know, Katie is 34, Chris Paul is 37, 38. Uh <laughs> I thought he was uh 50, but yeah. <laughs> with Timberlands on. <laughs> Um, I give it a B minus. It's like, it's like, you know, I hate to be one of those people that's like championship or bust, but it really is championship or bust. You know? I, I think, I think, I think Phoenix made that move to keep Devin Booker there. Because um, I, 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 I just felt like their window was closing. Hmm. Like, could, did you really think you were going to win or get back to the finals with an old Chris Paul, a bitter DeAndre Aiden? Like, you know, you got Mikael Bridges having an amazing season. I, he continues to be another underrated player. Like, yeah. But, yeah. but at the same time, the rest of the pieces around that, they didn't really have a strong bench. Like, I think it was interesting towards... Devin Booker being one of those disgruntled, you know, all-stars that, you know, need help or I'm going to be requesting a trade. And then, boom, here comes this Kevin Durant trade. Oh, we got Kevin. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll stay for, for a couple of years, see how this goes. Hmm. That's what I think. Um, I also think it's part of, part of, part of the shakeup by the new ownership as well. Uh, a lot of times when new owners come come take over a franchise, it's like, okay, I got to make a name for myself with, with, with an immediate move, you know, immediate blockbuster did move. He, did and, he threaten to fire everybody? Did he? I don't know, man, but it happened so quick. Like, he came right in the door. It was like, hey, all y'all N-words fired if we don't, we don't get KD here. 
that could have happened, especially after KD made it clear that Phoenix was a desired destination for him. Right. But like, you know, I hate to be like championship or bust, but at the same time, I hate to be like, I hate to just write off everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Who's been good all year, but because of this trade, now Phoenix is the is the overwhelming favorite. It just, I don't know, man. Something about it just seems a little unfair and it seems a little like, like we're just buying into the media pandemonium over this move. And it's like, what about the Nuggets? You know, what about the Grizzlies? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I got some know, What about the ahead. Grizzlies? You know, the Grizzlies was this young, scrappy team that nobody expected to be good three years ago. And then they, they come out of the gate on fire. Now everybody hates them. It's like, what is that about? It's like, it's like these young teams that we write off, they come out and they're good. And then everybody's like giving them their props and, and, and their flowers and everything. And then the minute they mix it up with some other teams and make, make it clear like, yo, we not backing down. You know, and we're not going to be all kumbaya with everybody. Now everybody hates them. You know, we talk yeah. all this mess. We talk all this mess about how the NBA is soft and everybody's too friendly with each other. And, you know, it needs to be more contentious. But then when a team like the Grizzlies, the young and scrappy Grizzlies, Grizzlies come along, it's like, well, who do they think they are? They ain't even won nothing yet. It's like, hey, shut up. Yeah, some people just don't know what they want. Nope. Nope. And I thought the honestly, they go to and again, the GM, the GM not keeping the the young talent that they have already in place. Nope, nope, nope. Send them off. Send them off. Watch this man do amazing in Denver as Jokic backup. I'm talking about Thomas Bryant. Man, that man was in LA putting up double doubles. Helped them win a few games because of his 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 magnificent play. Oh nope, uh, not good can enough. We, not can, can not good enough about, for LeBron. Can we talk about how like D'Angelo Russell is not an upgrade from Russell Westbrook? It is not. Cause I, I, that's the part of the conversation nobody seems to be having. This was the guy Golden State couldn't wait to get rid of. That other guy, yeah, yeah, Andrew yeah. Wiggins. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll we want that guy instead. <laughs> now, granted, I understand right. DeAndre Russell was a point guard, and you're already good on on with the point guard spot. But it's like, yo, buy a clue, y'all. Like, and then the 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 the, the Timberwolves most recently, yeah, Mike Conley's old and and only has and his contract is gonna be up after this year. But we rather have him at point guard <laughs> than DeAngelo Russell. It's like. Uh, something's off here. I, that that would, oh, if I'm oh. a GM, I'm I'm concerned about that. It's like, how come everybody's out on this guy? I think Minnesota won that trade. Honestly, I I, I think Minnesota won that trade. Mike Conley actually came in there. He fit in brilliantly with 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 Minnesota. That's because that's because he he actually passes it to go bear. Exactly. That was actually a smart move by Minnesota. Get somebody who's familiar with Gobert that knows how to get him involved in the offense, and 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 also can feed uh, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, yeah, that's who you need to be so, going around, not Cat. Yeah, trade Cat. <laughs> yeah, Cat. Get uh-huh. get Cat out of it, man. Get Cat off my program, man. That dude. Cat, he he's got a loser face, bro. He's just got a loser face. This is every time the camera's on, he got this hangdog expression on his face. It's like. 
just just dude, get off get off my screen, uh Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> I don't wanna see you, I don't wanna yeah. look at you, I don't wanna hear your name. <laughs> yeah, man. They hey, hey, they get you know, problematic light skinned dudes, man. You know problematic that bro. Dude off my... Making us look soft. <laughs> But what would you grade? What would you grade that trade, man? Uh, Mike Conley for D'Angelo Russell for for the overall for the Timberwolves. I, I give it a I give it an A minus, just because Conley is, is older, um, and he could walk next year. He walk in the summer, but for the um, before the Lakers, man, it's a it's a that's a. I don't I don't want to be disrespectful to Beasley and Vanderbilt. Those, 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 that, that's really that, those are the only real upgrades, not D'Angelo Russell. So I give it a C minus on for the Lakers. Yeah, I do like the Malik Beasley add in, like he's underrated. But yeah, D- D'Angelo Russell, dude, that dude is so, dude. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, do you think Russell Westbrook ends up with the Bulls? God, I hope not. But like, I, I would only want to see it to see the Bulls and Lakers uh, square off later on in the season. That's right, the only they play real, backs. right. That's the only real silver line in there. Like, are one of those games I mean, on TNT? What the, what the heck? You know what I'm saying? Like, like whatever. It's like the at this point the Bulls are like such a dumpster fire. That's how I feel. That's how like, I feel. I, honestly, I'm not. I'm not frowning upon that. I'm not. De- I, if the Bulls do it, I, I don't care. You know, I don't mind seeing Westbrook act a fool here. It ain't gonna mean anything. We're not gonna win a championship. You know, we might sneak into the play-in, but and that ain't. We're gonna be a one and a done. You know, it's like whatever. You know, yeah, get blown out by the Celtics in the first round. Yeah, get blown out by the Celtics. And, you know, a couple of Russell Westbrook highlights here and there, him yelling at the crowd. And, and then you're going to, you know, what's going to be the aftermath uh, with Chicago fans? Because, you know, that's what typical Chicago fans do. Because, you know, say Westbrook, come over here and play well. And, See, we should have kept Russell Westbrook. I don't know why they got rid of him. Uh, <laughs> he was killing in the playoffs. And, 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 we all we all know it's like if things don't work out with D'Lo, because that didn't D'Lo only have like a year left, or or team yeah. option or yeah. whatever. Yeah, he had a team yeah. option. Yeah, he could walk, but that's okay because LeBron, we're gonna give you Zach Levine next year, so don't you worry. Yeah, don't worry, Zach Jackson. Yeah, we got him baking in the oven. We got him baking in the oven. That's all. You know, this people I, I hope he Bulls fans aren't reading too much into this season because I'm starting to catch on. I'm starting to catch on. They are clocked out because they're getting prepared to save LeBron James legacy next year. That's all this is. This all this is about. This is all this is about. So you know, I I, I haven't watched the Bulls game, I don't know how long. <laughs> And people keep texting me about the Bulls, like, man, I owe this. This person is that. Caruso's overrated. I'm like, dude, y'all still watching the Bulls? <laughs> I'm not watching the Bulls, man. Look at, all right. I said, 
I, I didn't have high expectations for them going into this season to begin with. I, did, I, I didn't I don't, have high expectations I, I either, to, but I didn't expect this. I didn't expect. Yeah, I didn't. I I didn't. I did not expect no less than a play in, but I did not expect 13th place under the Wizards, under the Indiana Pacers. You know, I, I didn't expect that. So. Yeah, it, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, that, that that was just a couple of grades I wanted to get in, man. And was those those two big ones? Any underrated trades that you uh, that you saw during the trade deadline that nobody's really buzzing about? Uh, I think I commented on it on my on my little side episode, but the Jay Crowder to the Bucks. Yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent on that one. Yeah, Jay Crowder to the Bucks didn't um. Didn't uh, Josh Richardson go to the Philly though? Yeah, me. I'm looking through it. Actually, I lost my page. There we go. Uh, Josh Richardson. Let's see. Who was he with prior? Was it the Blazers? I think so. No. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson. Who was he with? Okay, Justin Jackson. No, that's not it. Uh, yeah, I don't have that in front of me. Oh, he's with the Pelicans now. Oh, okay. No, the, the okay, yeah. Yeah. Pelicans. Yeah, he's a nice yeah, person they, that, that, that they could use. Um, uh-huh. I don't. I don't want to say I'm. I'm. I'm selling my Zion Williamson stock. Zion Williamson stock right now, but <laughs> oh my, dude, oh, good. Man. I'm kind of. I got I'm an kinda, award for him. I'm kind of yelling sell, sell at this point. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I got a nice award ready for him at the end of the show, but uh, yeah. Now, oh, Alvarado, one more thing. Man. That scrappy dude, Alvarado. I'm all in on him. <laughs> He one of the folks in. He 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 one of the moles. Like like he one of the moles. <laughs> one of the moles. Like that's fam right there. Oh man, that dude is a playground baller right there, man. Yeah, but, I, I yeah. like I, 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 wanted... like player, I like players like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why did the Clippers trade John Wall back to the Rockets? Well, yeah. What was that? Was that a salary dump or something? Like what? What was that about? I, 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 I didn't get that one. That was the trade. That was the trade that had me scratching my head. I was just like, "Wait a minute!" You know, as much as he dog, being in they're Houston, saying, they're saying that the Clippers are interested in Russell Westbrook. Well, yeah, I know Paul George has been campaigning for him hard, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if Kawhi want that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he wants. <laughs> I don't know if Kawhi want that. <laughs> It's like they probably pitched it to him. He just looked at them <laughs> and just rubbed his chin. <laughs> Did you hear his response to the KD trade? No, no. <laughs> what did he say? He was like, "Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's all he said." Oh, <laughs> he said. Oh. The reporter was like, "Yeah." <laughs> But the reporter was like, by the way, KD got traded to uh, Phoenix. How do you feel about that, Kawhi? He's like, oh. <laughs> That's it. 
Yeah, he don't care, man. He out there balling, man. He just doing him. <laughs> he don't care, man. He don't care. <laughs> Did you see him and uh, Draymond Green going at it? No. Man, he was scorching Dray. Man, he was scorching Draymond Green. Man, Draymond was talking all this trash, and Kawhi just wasn't paying him no attention. Man, you know you can't talk trash to a robot. You know they, they, you can't. You know yeah. he's, he's 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 a soul box, of, man. Yeah, I'm gonna say he's a product of a soul box. <laughs> all right, you can't get into that dude's head. <laughs> Did you see? Did you see James Harden's reaction to the KD trade? Uh, no. Yeah, man, he was just like, yeah, you know, everybody was coming down on me for one out, but you know, my time over there was frustrating. Like he, he like kept it a hundred percent real. Mm. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, hey, see, there you go. Like, like pe- people, people would like to pile on James Harden because he he go to strip clubs and stuff. It's like, come on, man. It's like. like <laughs> He 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 saw the writing on the wall, man. He saw the writing on the wall. Like he knew what was up. He was like, man, this is not gonna work out. <laughs> get me, get me out of here. Get me over to Philly. Right. Hey, Philly doing well too. They doing well. So uh we're gonna keep our eyes on that, man. You know, hopefully Doc Rivers don't mess it up this time. But uh <laughs> real quick, real <laughs> Real quick, um, we got the All Star Weekend coming up. Definitely got to uh, just wanted to go over some uh, coverage for that, man. Uh, did you see uh, who's going to be participating during all the, all the weekend festivities? Nah, nah. Well, uh, for the here's the thing, man. I've talked. I got a couple of young clients that I cut at the barbershop. <laughs> And they are they are standing. We were talking about it at the barbershop. This is just barbershop talk, which is something that I, I'm, I'm trying to bring back to the Brookfield community. You know what I mean? I'm trying to bring that barbershop talk, that, that hood talk that, uh, out here in Brookfield. So, you know, because it's sorely missed. But uh, just getting, yeah, I was just tapping into the... Huh? You need to bust in some people from my barbershop and go get, get real live. <laughs> hey, 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 for sure. Tell them to come down to Brookfield, man. We'll talk it up, chop it up. But yeah, man, a lot of these young people are excited about this dunk contest, surprisingly. So, yeah. So I'm like, yo, like, I don't know none of these guys except King and Martin Jr., but that only because his dad played in the league. That's the only reason why that name sounds familiar. But, uh, the player that everybody is is hyped about is this Matt McClung cat. He's uh he, he he was in the G League for you know he's been in and out of the G League. Philadelphia Sixers just 76ers just picked him up like a week ago. And even Shaq was on TNT basically uh giving this man his flowers and said that he's he, he thinks he's going to win the dunk contest and blow everybody away and bring back the dunk contest. So, and I asked the kids about him and they were like, yeah, man, he's this, he's that. Ooh, yeah, he's going to win. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right, whatever. My thing is, if a person from the G League wins this dunk contest, should they just end the dunk contest completely from this point on? I, I I don't know, like 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 it, it it's a tradition. So like, 
you know, you just gotta, you just gotta let it, let it run its course, and hopefully somebody's gonna come along who's a game changer. I'm not gonna say end it, but it's like it is a embarrassing. Excuse me, it's embarrassing if somebody from the G League comes and wins it. If you got all these other highly skilled players, it's like you know the 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 supposed greatest of all time, LeBron James, has never participated in it. Um, right. You know, because I, I find him to be a very unimaginative dunker. Um, he does the same. He's done the same dunk his whole career. Yeah, that, that same pullback dunk. Um, you know, and then you have you you you've had questionable winners. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and and, and, ju- and judge decisions in recent years. It just kind of got players like, eh, I, I could go without this, but like. Something's got to happen to breathe life into it, man. Like I, 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 I don't know. And it's like I haven't, I haven't really, really paid attention to a dunk contest in over a decade. So you kind of asking the wrong guy. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you missed? So you missed the the Aaron Gordon Zach Levine one? Yeah, man. I just watched the highlights. Ooh, man. I was one, honestly, I think it was one of the best dunk contests ever. That's um, what I heard. That's what I heard. I, I mean. Like I never felt that. That was my first time feeling that way. Like having that same feeling since the Vince Carter dunk contest, where it's just it just blew you away. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what's gonna save All Star Weekend. But uh, real quick, um, they are going to have the pick selection an hour before the game, which really? is going to be yeah. So that I'm looking at the roster for Sunday. They're gonna have the NBA Legends Award. At 1 p.m. Eastern. Then after that, uh, the All-Star game tip-off pregame show, of course, Barkley, Chuck, and all of them. And then at 7.30 Eastern, they're going to have the um, All-Star draft presented by the Jordan brand, which I was surprised that, you know. Well, Jordan did. No, I'll take that back. I think the MVP trophy for the NBA Finals is named after Michael Jordan. So, but yeah, it, it seems like the NBA is trying to integrate more Jordan brand into a lot of this stuff. But yeah, it's going to be an hour before the game. Now, I thought it was going to be like right before tip off. I thought it was going to be the my perception. No, no, it's going to be that day. It's going to be that day, an hour before the game starts. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of that. Like I, I miss the old days where it's like you knew you knew who was gonna be on the squad and you could pick the winner beforehand. You know what I mean? Like who who you were gonna root for. Um, the only thing I do like about this is you're gonna have that one guy. I, I'm I, I'm anxious to see who's gonna be the last person to get picked because that could or the last few people to get picked. That could make the game a little bit more competitive because they're going to go into it like, oh, y'all ain't going to pick me. I don't know how it is. Is they going to set up some trash talking? I don't know. So, you know, that's the only good thing I see coming out of this. But I do like the old way. I don't know. I, I just felt like the NBA jumped the gun on this. I, I'm not ready to... Sh- I wanna, I'm want to. i going to see how it goes. I'm, I'm a little skeptical. But we'll see how it goes. I don't know if they're going to do this. Like I said, I don't know who's going to be orchestrating this thing as far as whether Barkley or Shaq. I mean, I know TNT is doing it, but is it going to be Ernie, you know, kind of, you know, adding a little comedy to the mix? 
that's the only way that it can be saved is if those guys are involved in my opinion but if it's just you know lebron mic'd up kd mic'd up and they just pick and that's gonna be that's gonna be lame yeah 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 it's it's but, just it's just all gimmicks to, to motivate uh ratings man <laughs> that's that oh, was, that's the theme for today man it's all it's all for ratings like 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 i don't know the formula wasn't broke you know you had to fix it you know getting back to lebron did you watch him break the scoring record no i ain't watch it either <laughs> like, I, I ain't watch it it's like i don't know man it's it's just i i, I know i'm gonna see the highlights it's like i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna look back on it like yeah i remember when i watched lebron break the record it's just like they've been prepping us for this for like three years now you know what i mean to the point where it's just like okay it's probably gonna happen today you know and it's like you know if 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 i pioneer for 10 years rodney you pioneer for 20 years who's gonna have the most cumulative hours at the end of the day it's gonna be you 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 pioneer for 20 years right now you know suppose suppose during that 20 year period you you only really average 60 hours a month but during my 10 year period I average 70 hours a month you know but at the end of the day you're still going to clock more hours than me so it's like but who's the out who, who's getting the the, the the most hours per month right yeah this other guy's getting the most hours per month albeit in a shorter window but it's like you know I just I don't know man it's just it's after a while it's just hard to get excited about it it's like okay yeah he this is he's been playing 20 years it's like of course he he you know he broke the record right he's still a loser you know what I mean <laughs> like, exactly he exactly he's still a loser like it don't mean anything you know he's still a loser with a with a uh completely contrived legacy you know he who picked his teammates who railroaded other players out of off his teams out of the league got GMs fired you know um there's 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 not a there's not a single player or, or, or another all-star who played with LeBron that we thought more highly of after they were not playing with LeBron. <laughs> Think about it. Kevin Love was a beast in Minnesota. He gets over to with the, the, the play in Cleveland again with LeBron and he becomes his joke. You know. Same same thing with Kyrie. He ain't recapping. Kevin Love have a 30 30 game? 30 20. No, it was 30 30. It was 30 30. 30 points, 30 rebounds. Yep. You know, look at Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch was a beast. You know, he goes over (laughs) to Miami, everybody, and then everybody's just dumping on him. And he was the most consistent guy. Now now look at him. They're calling him Bosch Spice. Oh, speaking of Chris Bosh, uh, who hit the game winner to uh, the Heat from being from losing that series four games to one to Dallas? 
Oh, it was Chris Bosh in game three. He hit that. He hit a game winner. Yeah. Oh, we don't, we don't talk about and now, that. And now though. the same thing is about to happen to Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis was an MVP candidate. And he, he not now that he's playing with LeBron, if he went over to another team, like, would nobody respect him? And he, yep. he would not have the same status as he had before. So it's just like, you know, it, it's just, it's tiresome, man. It, and, and the, and the storylines are just also predictable at this point. <clears throat> yeah, just, just the whole narrative. And, and on top of that, with the, with the scoring thing, like a lot of his, a lot of his points were in the paint. So get, get off my lawn with this whole, oh, LeBron was a, a, an efficient scorer. Uh, more efficient score than Mike. How? No, he, he was not. All he did was run. All he did was bulldoze to the basket. And get he not even more, he's not even more and a more efficient scorer than Giannis. No, he's not. I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all could y'all could make all these claims if y'all want. Y'all could pair him up with top with another top seventy-five player, and he's still going to come up short, y'all. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> with Planet Fitness ring. <laughs> Get out of here with that. Get off my lawn with. Didn't Anthony Davis hit game winner after game winners in that in that bubble? But yet we giving all the credit to LeBron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the minute Anthony Davis has a bad week or a bad game, oh, he needs to step it up. If if, if LeBron's going to win anything, it's got to be Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis has to be the winner. Step up. As if he ain't already averaging doubles, doubles like. Get out of here with this. Last night, LeBron James only had 21 points. Anthony Davis had 28 and 10. But he's 28, 10, and 5. He's the one who needs to step it up. <laughs> yes. He's the one whose name undoubtedly came up in trade talks. Right. He's the one. Anthony hey, Davis what? is averaging 23 uh, during the regular season. Andy Davis is averaging 26 points, 56% from the field, 12 rebounds a game, two blocks a game, 1.2 steals a game, 2.5 assists per game. That's pretty good. That's that's MVP numbers right there. Exactly. But 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 Anthony Davis is the problem. <laughs> Anthony Davis, you kind of signed up for this, bro. Yeah, that's what you asked for, man. That's what you asked for. And we're going to go to a commercial break, man. We got to get into some music, man. I can go all day on that topic, but... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We oh, yo, I, 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 we got a new sponsor. You know what I'm saying? You know, Smokey Robinson's been in the headlines lately for dropping his new album. <laughs> that's been causing a stir. We got a new product from Smokey Robinson. Uh, uh, our good friend, Jay Baxter, he was able to to nail down this commercial for us. So we're going to cut to a commercial break. He got a new, Smokey got a new product. I can't we'll wait right to back. hear it. <laughs> dog owners, dog lovers, you're not feeding your furry friend one of those other dog foods made with spare animal byproducts and filler. Show man's best friend that you're his best friend and feed them Smokey Robinson's dog food made with real soul food and with love. Tell us about it, Smokey. 
making chow, soften wall. Even now it's tasting gravy, soft and Turn me up. Ooh, making chow for puppies. Make it yum. Ooh, baby. For puppies. For poodles. Rottweilers. Ha <laughs> ha. You heard it here, folks. So run out and pick up Smokey Robinson's dog food available at your finest grocers in Roseland. Holla. All right, we back. <laughs> No comment, man. <laughs> Smokey can sell anything. Oh, man. Quiet storm at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of speaking of quiet, so actually, that was a perfect segue because, uh, you know, when I think of Smokey Robinson, Quiet Storm, and, and, and the Sam, and that 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 little I forgot what that sound is, but but uh, De La Soul used it in Break of Dawn and one off a balloon mind you state. About, you talking about the chant? Yeah, yeah, that 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 part that that came from Quiet Storm, that little oh, sample. Oh no, you talking about that synthesizer? Yeah, synthesizer. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, that part. The most underrated part of the song to me. That's just love. Yeah, I like the chant, man. The way they incorporated yeah. the chant in that beat. Yeah, that was. So, it's it's actually two versions of that track too. That's you know, where they put the the chant in different parts of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's it's really good. But man, RP Dove. True boy, True boy, man. True boy. Man, Rodney, I was I was saddened, bro. I was saddened um, to hear about this loss of, of a true hip hop legend. You know, I immediately called you when you sent out the text. Um, you know, yeah. a, tr- a true a true legend, man. Like Jason, Jason was really down about it. Yeah, Jason actually. Um, we follow each other on Instagram. He he posted something, uh, him listening to uh, Stakes is High. So, yeah, man. Yeah, that sucks. It, this one sucks, man. Right. I am right before all that music is about to be available. Like this, this that hurts, man. If you here's the thing. If you don't know the story behind De La Soul, this is heartbreaking. This is horrible news. Because you know, it's just like, man, you 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 work this hard to you're doing all this touring. It's a lot of wear and tear to your body, and then you know you do this touring because you this is the only way that you could really make money off your music, and then you finally. Your, your 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 music is finally about to be available and you're going to be able to make some type of profit off of it and you can't even enjoy it 
that's just it, it's just it's sad man yeah it's it's tragic man but you know he 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 was one of them that he did it he did it for more than just the, the money man like you could tell oh, he definitely. they really they really love the music they love the culture they were a group that you know they kind of had this hippie image but they were they were you know they weren't no punks man they were calling people out you know what i'm saying and they were getting into fights physical fights with people on tours man i remember when they called out biggie they called out tupac too in in, in yeah, uh, stakes is high you know so like they was they was they was them dudes man they was them dudes it's like one of my one of my favorite de la soul tracks is actually a, a true boy solo joint and that's that's it's so easy uh, from stakes is high you know the only italians you know was ices you know like they was they was putting it out they was putting all these rappers on front street on blast man yeah one of my favorite uh dove moments is off <laughs> and i remember we did an episode on uh vibes and stuff uh we did a day La soul as uh dedication show um and you know and you know my my stand on on stakes is high i'm not stakes is high three high and rising i'm not a a, a a huge fan of three feet high and rising i'm going record saying that um it was it's still a great album don't get me wrong yeah it's far from their best though yeah it's far it's from far best. from their best it's far from their best but the the public overrates it because of me myself and i whatever but um one of my favorite verses off that album is from dove off uh daisy age when he kind of like was rapping but he was starting off with a, a word and then he would just basically go off what the what that word means and he put it the way he twisted it i'm gonna just read this these lyrics to y'all so y'all this is education for y'all young folks man that don't understand oh why me and ian and and, and other you know hip-hop you know deep divers why we're so crazy about the culture this man said <laughs> Pedal, promenade, promenade people to the providence. Dove will show dominance inside of every phrase. <laughs> Come on, man. Rebel, renegade, renegade, reach only top flight. Can't find your new height, think you need a raise. <laughs> Come on, man. Mm. Like he is killing it. Dialect, ultimate, ultimate strings from the soul stuff. Copies always stay rough before you go to the plate. Try a pack, it'll stick. Stick to you, but won't deflate. Keeping all the levels straight. I tell you, mate, <laughs> he said mate. <laughs> like, he's from overseas or whatever. But I tell you, mate, that's weird that we're top rate because it's a daisy age. Like, this dude just, and I'm butchering around, but just listen to the track. When this, when this album is available on streaming, and you listen to Daisy Age, man. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's flow, and, and, and me, and, me and you, and we talked about this off waxed, but I'm gonna put it on wax, man. There's a lot of hip hop groups where there are like weak links, right? You know, a lot of people wasn't fight fans. You know, you look at the locks. A lot of people wasn't chic fans. You know, uh, the list goes on and on. You know, you always find a weak link. I just felt like with De La Soul like dove and post were just they were just equal man 
they, they were, were equal. There was no, there was not a moment during their discography where you felt, man, Pops really dialed in on this one, or like Dove took the day off on this album. You know what I mean? It's if you want to include their comeback album from five years ago. Okay, yeah, what ten years ago? Okay, we'll give you that one. They're they're old. <laughs> <laughs> they're oh I, I i'll excuse them for that but if you talk about their first six albums man these dudes did not take a bar off every bar count and their skits are amazing yeah yeah the skits was hilarious like like yeah I, I love that about them too their sense of humor you know it was always evident of course you know prince paul being a mix being in the mix the first three albums it was you know he definitely left his imprint but like you, you kind of saw them still you know showing their humorous side on those aoi albums you know yeah yeah a lot of getting back i was I actually had a conversation with um i got a couple of hip-hop heads i still cut in brookfield and um one of my one of my um customers actually you you'll like this Ian man one of my customers said he grew up with mers Oh, snap. Yeah, yeah. He said he had MERS. He said back when he was, te- he was a, he's a school teacher and he was teaching in New Orleans. And he said he uh, he went to school with MERS back in when he was living in L.A. And he said he actually got in touch with MERS and uh, asked MERS, man, hey, man, we doing like a, a one of those like, what did they say? Uh occupation days like what you do for your occupation type day man why don't you come down and 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 talk to our students career day that's what they call it career day and he came down during career day man talked to students educated them about you know his his career in hip-hop and educating the young people uh but yeah this dude he actually told me something interesting he said when he was growing up around the time of around the time stakes is high came out a lot of people in his circle and feeling stakes is high because they couldn't adjust to uh the change in sound from Chris paul's production to dilla and i was just like what <laughs> are you kidding me he's like yeah man yeah a lot of people didn't a lot of people weren't wild about stakes is high he's like i think stakes is high in my opinion, I think is their best out. But, you know, I remember going to school and I'm like, man, trying to get people to listen to it and nobody was feeling it. Because mm. it was like, oh man, this ain't this ain't like, you know, the first three albums. That's crazy, bro. Because I, 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 I honestly believe Stakes is High is their best album. Me too. And it, it gets better as the album plays out. It do, man. It's like it just it ain't a reason's a crescendo, man. Like the, at the end with sunshine, it's just like <sighs> how how would you rate Daylight's eight albums from best to worst? Best to worst? Well, you know what the worst would be. So we'll, we we I already mentioned it earlier, yeah, right? Anonymous nobody. Right. So um I, I, I probably I'm probably butchering this because I know we ranked them. The last time I was on your show, but I got Stakes is high number one. I got De La Soul is dead number two. Um, I got uh, artificial artificial intelligence right. Mosaic Thump. 
or Mosaic Thump. No, yeah, Mosaic Thump. Mosaic Thump. Actually, it was Mosaic Thump. Mosaic Thump came first, right? Yes. Right. It was Mosaic Thump. So I had Mosaic Thump third. I got Balloon Mind State fourth. And then uh, I got Artificial Intelligence. No, no, no. I got Three Feet High and Rising and then Artificial Intelligence. Is that all of them? Did I cover all of them? And this off the top of the head. What about Grind Date? Grind Date. Oh, yes, dude. I got Grind Date actually. I got Grind Date actually over uh, Three Feet High and Rising. Woo. Yeah. I love Grind Date, man. Yeah, Grind Date is definitely a Rodney album, like sonically, <laughs> thematically. Like, I, I totally get why you love Grind Date. Yeah, I, it had everything I love about it. Like, it was just, yeah, yeah, I love Grind Date, man. Yeah, I'm and gonna go for go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just, I remember when I first bought, I bought, I bought Grind Date from Dr. Wax. I got super excited. I'm like, man, new Daylight album. I didn't even know it was a new Daylight album coming out. And I wasn't a big fan of artificial intelligence. So I'm like, man, I hope they don't, don't let me down on this one. And they, I mean, I was, they had me at, that album had me at a hello. Yeah. Yeah. Same here, man. The first two tracks, first three tracks, actually. First three, really? yeah. Um, bulletproof, and then it kind of lulled a little bit in the in the middle. Not not the actual track grind date. I love that, but like some of the more softer tracks, like the one with Spike Lee and Knife Wonder, like like, and then like I didn't like the Carl Thomas track. That was yeah, that Carl, was trash. Carl Thomas, I got a little soft, but then like they they ended right on point with Rock Cocaine Flow. Mm-hmm. Man, Rock Cocaine. Oh, You know what? I'm a I'm a bump grind date up in my standings a bit, and I wasn't a big fan of shopping bags. I wasn't either. I wasn't either. That, and, that, and I think that uh, I think that was the reason. I did remember shopping bags coming out as their first single, and I wasn't too wild about it. And then I didn't hear that the album had got released, and I was like, you know what? Let me pick it up. Let me give it a chance. And I was like, oh man, this is this is money, man. It's got some duds, but. It, it, it's it's money. Yeah, if number one, I got stakes is high. Number two, I got De La Soul is dead. And number three, I got Mosaic Thump. And number four, I got Three Feet High and Rising. And number five, I, I actually have Bionics. Uh, number six, I got Grind Date. Number seven, I got Balloon Mind State. And number eight, of course, I got Anonymous Nobody. <laughs> Oh, talk about disappointment with that album, man. I was just like, man, is this something here I'm just not getting? Like, am I am I just not in the right space to listen to this? It's like I'm I'm like, I'm just not getting I'm just not feeling this. Yeah, it was just real. It was real left field, and I like left field albums, but I don't want I don't like my daylight left field, man. Just, just, just come on, Daylight. Like, I felt like they were just, and then some of the feature artists, man, having Usher on that album, Two Chains, which I didn't mind the Two Chains verse in the album. That actually surprised me. Um, Two Chains actually didn't do so bad as I thought he was gonna do, but you know, then it was some like guest appearances on here where I got excited about, like, you know, 
you know me and i'm a little dragon fan that song was terrible uh then you got the rock marciano appearance i got excited about that uh, that was mad you know <laughs> like it was just you know the snoop dog track was okay uh yeah this this wasn't this didn't this didn't like the and this came out around the same time tribe came out with their comeback album and tribe just totally stole the show on that one yeah they did they did it was it was it was night and day <laughs> yeah it was night and day <laughs> <laughs> yeah but man dude like this is uh i was surprised i was i don't want to if you're okay with this i don't know by the time this is uh being posted on our our page here um i'm sure you've had some people listen to the the recent episode of vibes and stuff but uh i was surprised at vince's reaction oh yeah 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 he had not heard it yeah he had not you know it was kind of fresh because we record on monday and he did die on a sunday Right. He, he like it was right before the Super Bowl start when I got right. the alert. Oh, so he so he basically didn't hear he, I, when I when I saw it, when I heard when I listened to it and I saw I heard that he didn't hear about it. I was like, you know, I was like, oh, let me calm down. I don't want to get too. Because <laughs> 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 by Monday, it was big news, you know like yeah, outside from all the super bowl reaction it was it was big news you know yeah it was getting around it was definitely getting around like like but yeah it's just just sad man yeah man but uh real quick i just wanted to uh touch on this the uh you know dilla is dilla appreciation month that's what i like to say month uh i actually did a dedication um to him on monday on twitch and uh, I mixed in some, some Daylight too, because the Daylight was kind of last minute. I couldn't, I didn't really have time to, you know, put the the Daylight in there. But yeah, man, I've been, I've been, I've been getting down on the turntables, Ian. You know, I mean, I've been doing my thing lately. Uh, okay, and, okay. Uh, on the ones and got, twos. Got a chance to, you know, do a little Dilla dedication mix, dug deep into the crates. You know, I didn't want to do the typical, you know, donuts and you know all that stuff I, I was digging deep man i was getting some tracks that you know blowing the dust off you know <laughs> and, and really digging deep some get some j88 up in there you know and some some volume one up in the mix you know so mm. uh mm. That, that that's that's the type of you know that's when you talk about Della to me don't don't come at me with no no the shining you know don't don't come at me with no no rough draft like give me some real dealer stuff you know nothing not against that stuff nothing against rough, rough, draft, draft, was, rough draft was actually dope like it rough was, draft was an all-star man it, it was some deep cuts on rough draft it 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 it, it floated under the radar because i don't know I, I don't know if it had the right promotion or what but like like well I understand why some people slept on it, but if you if you really give it a, a good listen, it's some it's some sleepers on there. Yeah, I think the first single off that album was nothing like this, which which I didn't. You didn't like that? No, no, no. I didn't think it should have been like 
a first single. But I understand why they chose that as the first single. They they even made a video for it. Uh, I don't know if you remember the video for I it. I do. It was animated. Yeah, yeah. yeah the whole thing was animated. And uh, I remember Moby came out with a video kind of copying that uh, element. But yeah, it was it was it's it's a it's a dope video. You know, I I enjoyed the video. I actually. The video helped me like the song a little bit more. I wasn't wild about nothing like this when I first heard it, but when I watched the video for it, I grew more appreciative of the track. And yeah, so I, I love I love nothing like this. I love make them envy. Make them envy is oh. I love I love crushing. Crushing. <laughs> Rough draft had some cuts, man. It did. It did. It had some cuts. Most most slept on to me the most slept on album in Dilla's discography though is Jay Stay Paid. Yes, yes, yes. It is some gems on Jay Stay Paid, bro. Yeah, it is. Boy, check out check out that album face off we did on the show on on um on vibes and stuff we did the Shining versus Welcome to Detroit. Uh yeah, I I'm 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 almost there. I'm almost there in the listening to the recording. Uh, if I had to choose between the two, this is my vote. <laughs> this is my vote. I, I actually, you know, I listened to The Shining first, and man, I had a I had a kind reminder of how good that album was. But man, Welcome to to Detroit is just so grimy. It's so gutter. It's so in your face. It's Elza just like baby Elzai, man like that like he killed that song come and get it like that was that was my theme song that year um you know uh you, you should have been on the face off you should have been on the face off right real quick real quick let me ask you a question why do you have to come to frank and dank's defense they were very disrespectful to frank and dank <laughs> Very disrespectful. <laughs> I, I'll let you listen to it, but that's 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 an album face off. That's an album face off that really needed you on there, man. Because because <laughs> you know, I can imagine. I think I know. Like, like, I, I feel. I feel. I feel. Welcome to Detroit was the musical and spiritual sequel and successor to, to Fantastic Volume Two. Yeah. Because yeah. it came out like five months after Fantastic Volume 2 and it had the same sound. Mm-hmm. Man, Think Twice, The Clapper. You um, know. What else? Uh it was one Big Booty Express. Um, <laughs> uh what was the track with uh what what's his name? Um African Rhythm. Be Featuring Fat Cat. Yeah. I seen MCs come and MCs go. Cats <laughs> <laughs> getting paid doing whack jokes. Y'all some to me. Fat Cat. Thought it was supposed to be. <laughs> Dude, when I put that on, I just got hyped. I just wanted to steal off somebody when that came on, man. <laughs> Fat, the, fat, I love Fat Cats because his delivery, dude, it's it just it's it's similar to like Sean Price, like 
you listen to those dudes, man, they make you want to just whoop somebody like on the spot. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> Tuck your chain up, <laughs> you know that type of that type of vibe, man. And then, uh, and then he sprinkled some instrumentals in the middle. You know, had that Brazilian groove, had the the African rhythms like that, man. And dude, the outro is dope. He yeah, just shouting I'll out see. names, and the instrumental yeah. is is but that flute. Uh, and that's what I was trying to get them to understand. It's like, like, like BBE was doing some special stuff at that point in time, like that no other label was doing, you know, because it was all about the beats, you know. He showing, they were showing a lot of love to producers because, let's be honest, in the early two thousands, a lot of MCs was coming whack, like even even ones that we formerly kind of were like our go to guys for dope hip hop. You know, they were just kind of on a different wavelength. So it was like, man, let's let's hear what these producers is talking about. They did a Will I Am album. They did a Marley Marl album. They did a, a DJ Spinner album. They did a Pete Rock one. And, and they did the Dilla one. So it's like, you know, I'm 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 kind of sad BBE didn't wasn't able to keep it going, you know, but it was it was something that was very special at the time. Yeah, BBE was underrated. Uh yeah, big time. Big time. And then uh, I, I show I shine us to love too, man. Like some highlights from that, and, you know, of course, E equals MC Square was dope. Uh, you know, love with Feral Monch, dude. That was that was another one of my theme songs, man. I got thoughts on that. You got you got to listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, you know, Guilty Simpson brought it with Baby. You know what I mean? Uh, Guilty Simpson was actually all over this project. Um, and then some of the, and then the collaborate for uh, Kareem Riggins was dope. I wasn't a big fan of Dime Piece, but uh, Love Moving, like Black Thought went in on that. Uh, Won't Do was actually the first single off the album. They did a video for that where Illa J was rapping uh, Dilla's verse, like lip singing Dilla's verse in a video. I thought that was dope, uh, a dope tribute to Jay Dilla. Um, and I think they did. They dropped that video not too long after, uh, well, uh, 2000. Yeah, not too long after his death. It was like August. This album came out in August 20, 21st, 2006. So, you know, and I remember watching that video like, wait a minute. Because Illa J looks like, you know, him and his brother look just alike. So I was like, at first I thought it was Dilla. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, this, this, this is his brother. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He just looks like a younger version. Yeah, of Yeah, he's just man. like a younger version of Dilla. That's all. So, and, and another thing too, I, I, another sleeper project to me, um, production-wise, was uh, the Illa J project. That uh, production-wise, yeah, production-wise, like, not not him. <laughs> yeah, he 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 wasn't bringing it like he should have, but like. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. It was it was quite a few tracks on that. I was bangers. T Boys, that's the name of the album. Yancey Boys. Because because yeah. here's the thing, I had a uh, true story about Yancey Boys. I had the instrumental to that album. I did too, and that's the only version I listened to. Right, and then and then when did you listen to the vocal version? I don't think I. I, I think I might have heard the. I just heard it like on youtube music or something like a little bit after i cop 
the instrumental version, I was just like, eh, I'm not interested. Or maybe, maybe, maybe it was this. This might have been back when you still had listening stations in record stores. I might have listened to it, and I saw the instrumental version at like um, Crow's Nest. What's no, no, not not Crow's Nest because this was like what 2007. Yeah, this was like no, this was 2008. Okay, when so yeah, Boys came out. Crow's Nest. It had to have been Doctor Wax. I think it was Dr. Wax because I I, I I think my last my very last visit to Dr. Wax was me purchasing the Yancey Boys instrumental album and and a few other albums I forgot I bought but yeah I think I, I, yeah I think I bought Rough Draft too I had bought Rough Draft I just you know went crazy because I knew I wasn't going to be in that area for a while so it was definitely around the time it came out and when i heard it i was just like ah, i like i ain't interested in do hearing do rap but these beats is is nice so i was like let me just cop the instrumental version and, and see what is what it what i what you know what he what he's working with production wise because i was i was at this point getting in the studio myself and making music so i was like at the very least like you know if i hear a beat i really like i could i could probably do something you know yeah now, now to Illa J's defense, I think he's gotten better over the years. Uh, you know, he's had some projects that were hit or miss. Uh, back then, he was a little younger and still wet behind the ears. So, you know, I felt like when I listened to the vocal version of that album, I was like, oh, my God, man, this dude, he should have just left these instrumentals alone, man. <laughs> or gave him the Guilty Simpson or, 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 you know, some other dudes in the camp. But, uh you know, or just gave him to Slum Village. You know, T three and, and you know, Batin could have done something. I think they they Batin was still living at the time, so he could have gave it to them and let them just do like a a, a dedication, a Fantastic Volume Three or something like that. But yeah, um, I think I think Illa J has gotten a little bit better over the years. Um, he's kind of dabbling now into the to the singing stuff, which I don't think he's that great of a vocalist, but you know, it is what it is. But uh we talk way too long about Illa J. <laughs> <laughs> get that and say, get that out of here. We've talked way too long about this nigga. <laughs> I gotta hear this Frankie Dang blast for me though. I gotta hear that. That that's I'm definitely gonna uh what did y'all talk about it around the uh the battle? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. I'm, I'm definitely going. You're gonna get instant reaction me when when I listen to it. So <laughs> be looking out for a text. <laughs> but yeah, man. Shout out to Dilla. Shout out to uh, True Boy, man. You know, we we keep losing our childhood, and we keep losing our lives, man. You know what I'm saying? Stuff that you know, music that we grew up up. Uh, everybody going, it, it sucks. But hey, we just got to keep the the legacy going and. You know, I, I can't wait to. I got an idea. I remember. I, I recall you was talking about it in the beginning of the show. I had an idea. I, I you know, it's it's your show. You do whatever. <laughs> we was trying to figure out what you was gonna do when their uh, music hit streaming platforms. But yeah, I, I would just say since they got eight albums, do a do a one to eight face off. Mm. 
Yeah, I was trying to figure out what to do. It's like, you like, know, I'm, I'm one glad we, eight and then just put them up against each other. I'm glad we've already covered De La Soul on the show thoroughly. You know what I'm saying? I I, I hate to be one of these podcasts that has to go back in light of the news and then like prove that we love the group because one of them died. No, we ain't, I'm, you ain't got to do all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad we already got six De La album face-offs under our belt. I'm glad we already did a De La best song bracket. You know, so yeah. like I figure something out like when they still comes to streaming. Like I had a couple ideas for some album face-offs. It's like with a group like De La, you know, the only the only real worthy opponent you could put them against is Tribe. That's it. Maybe the roots. That's it. I, I remember I remember we did Stakes is High versus Illadelph Half Life, which was like the hardest album face-off for me personally. Um that hard. that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough but, one. But you know, I was it, just listening to uh Philadelph Half Life the other day, man. Mm. At that yeah. album. Woo. Yeah, it was fire, bro. Front to back fire. Yeah. Kind kinda think was better than things fall apart, but I would I wouldn't fought you for that, bro. I would not fought you for that. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not force you for that at all. Yeah, I'll be the first to say it. So, you know, things fall apart is probably a close second, but yeah, I that's not a crazy assessment, bro. I mean, there's no there's. I was listening to it. I'm like, I didn't. I I didn't hit the skip button. I let it play all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 that good. It is that good. You got time for uh uh uh, uh um, I don't think I'm gonna get to my scandal story today. We that's gonna have to wait till next time. You got you got time for uh a couple of train of thought questions? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll 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 skip out this face. We'll get into that soon soon. But you know we 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 had to we had to get Dylan. Sorry, man. I we mean sorry to the fans that had to hit an LJ speech. But go ahead. <laughs> As a dedicated Christian, but also as a fan of sports, what is your stance on boxing? Is it something you struggle with? Oh, oh I'm glad you asked this. Now, um, I was a huge boxing fan. Huge. Huge, man. I was into it. I was heavy into it. My stepfather was heavy into it. He was a big Sugar Ray Leonard fan. Uh, I was a Marvin Hagler fan. Uh, big Mike Tyson fan, of course. Roy Jones. I followed it all. I followed most of the weight. I would say middleweight, heavyweight, and the uh, featherweight classes. Um, I kind of bounced away from the heavyweight side of things. As I felt like the feather and the lightweight in the middleweight classes started to kind of take over where you had the executioner and you had De La Hoya and you know Varg, Fernando Vargas, all these other guys. So I was heavy into it. And then of course the branch came out with the the boxing article and everything. So I kind of stepped away from, you know, watching boxing in the mid 2000s, especially after I got married, I really stopped watching boxing. So, um, but when I used to work at, at Gordy's, you know, CC was a huge boxing fan. 
And I think that's why, that's what like really increased my love for boxing because we he would always have boxing parties. We would go there and watch a lot of pay-per-view boxing and stuff like that. So um, around the time, man, I was into it, man. But ever since, I, I, I kind of like, you know, I still keep my ear to the streets to the boxing world you know i still see a few highlights of you know some of the more popular matchups you know like like terrence crawford or uh you know the heavyweight you got deontay wilder and and the other guy i forgot his name uh, yeah 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 exactly so you know i still keep my ear to the streets with boxing but I, i'm not like dedicated in, into it like i used to be Okay. Okay. Do you keep up with Javante Davis? No, no. But I, I've heard oh about. My God, this this dude has gotten me back into it, bro. I gotta confess, it's like I've always admired boxing, the athleticism and the skill of it. Just it's always something that like I've admired and it been enamored by. But like this Javante Davis dude is like, what oh, class? Man. What class? Um, I want to say I want to say either light or feather, but like. Let me look him up real quick. I think <laughs> Just look up his highlights, dog. Like, like he's he's Floyd Mayweather with none of the shenanigans, bro. And, and but he knocks people out like Tyson. Oh, oh, I've seen this dude before. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He's starting to, yeah, he's starting to make some noise. I, I've seen a couple of his knockouts on, uh, you know, Instagram. They post a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Yeah, dude is nice. Yeah, nice, and he hasn't lost yet. No, he's still undefeated. He's twenty-eight. He's twenty-eight. No, twenty-six knockouts. Wow, that's impressive. Twenty-eight. I mean, I mean, he's he's knocking people knockouts. out. He's knocking people out. It's like it's like when Floyd Mayweather was doing his thing. I was like, okay, yeah, this dude's a pretty skilled boxer, but like he's not knocking anybody out. Yeah. So it's like every match, even though he was winning them based on skill and points, it's just like I, you, you're walking away not really convinced he's the better fighter. Now, the Canelo fight, that was different. Like, he embarrassed Canelo. But, like, I want to see people get knocked out. <laughs> like, that's what I want to see. Yeah, like Mayweather, you know, I know Mayweather's going to hang his hat on his 50, you know, his undefeated record. But honestly, man, and I know, I, I think he, I think Mayweather is one of the smartest boxers to ever box. But... It, it's it was also a detriment to him as well because he didn't really knock nobody out like he wasn't knocking people out you know what i mean so right. it wasn't it's not like you look at mayweather and say oh man you know he don't a lot of people don't fear mayweather like like tyson was feared like you know ali was feared or you know george, uh, foreman. george foreman was feared you know it, it's just he was just a good one of the smartest technical boxers of all time in my opinion i don't think he's the greatest of all time but i think you know he was one of the smart uh boxers he knew how to he was a great defender great counter puncher you know like you can't take it away from uh floyd but yeah you're right man his nickname is tank <laughs> bro and he's, like he's, he's got the right people around him too it's like you know he he's you, you watch his interviews he he is definitely like a likable figure like way more likable than mayweather you know or, or adrian broner and he's just getting in he's just going in there and putting in work bro 
Yeah, he's a southpaw too. Huh? Yeah, yeah. That, those, those are the most dangerous boxes. He's only five five. He's only my height. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But dude, he is he is kind of pulling me back into that world, bro. And Sorry, he moved yeah. back down. And he moved back down to lightweight. Wow, that's impressive. Like he's been moving back and forth into weight classes and just knocking cats out. <laughs> they keep, they keep, they keep throwing these like kind of like overrated like. Oh, never mind. I ain't gonna get into that. I ain't gonna get into that. Yeah. They keep throwing certain certain boxers at him because they 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 can pop off at the mouth, you know, and then he'll just embarrass them, you know. Mm-hmm. I think um, one of the things that I wanted to there is the article about boxing, but I, I gotta find it. But I know, like with boxing, they're like Olympics, right? In Olympic boxing, you you're not allowed to knock the person out. You just it's just for points. And and so I've heard brothers in the past say, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I watch Olympic boxing and will proudly say that because it's not any knockouts. Mm. Yeah. Just say you like boxing. Yes, <laughs> 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 because for regular boxing, the majority of the fights don't end in knockouts. So, right. What difference does the rule book make? Like. You just like boxing. Just say that. Just why you like and as that? Long as you're not, and, as, and here's the thing: as long as you're not taking physically taking part in boxing, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I to be honest, like this is the first time I've I've discussed my my love of boxing publicly because it's like I don't really want to stumble people, you know. And you know, it is a thing. There are people who have an issue with football believe it or not yeah that's people that that think football is fighting but but no now now ufc fighting that's a different story like that is i find that just to be savage like i i don't even yeah i'm really not into that support that like I mean, and i know there's some people listening like man well, what's the difference between that and boxing it's like yeah one, one is clearly more violent and savage than the other you know um in boxing, when a guy goes down, the ref breaks it up. Like in UFC, it's like they just they'll just climb on top of the guy and just keep pounding them. So, but I'm sure there's people out there who don't see a difference, you know, between that and right. and boxing. So it's whatever. Like 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 you know, everybody's conscious is different. But don't take this as an endorsement of boxing. Like if you think it's too violent and don't want to support it, then don't. Yeah. No. Nah, yeah. I mean, no. By any means, we're not endorsing this. We just. Getting an opinion and we're sharing our our thoughts on it. That's all. What you do is what you do. My last question. What would you do if you heard about one of your friends, one of your personal friends partaking in the emblems this year? <laughs> you know what? You know what? I, I'm not going to put this on wax. I heard stories. Um, about uh -oh. a, a, a particular person. <laughs> no, man. No, I'm this. You see, you know, you never know where we gonna go with this. That's why. Uh, that's no, why y'all listen want, to the show. Not, I did not want that to be true. Like, that's, that's that's why y'all listen to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Ronnie's like, oh, well, hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> that's why y'all listen to this show, man, because y'all get the real here. You know what I mean? 
no man like it's 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 somebody out there that's that used to i ain't gonna say was in our circle but he he, he was around he was around uh and he's around our age and he's partaking somebody and, i know uh, yes yes i'll tell you off wax uh, <laughs> I'm not put. I'm putting. I'm not gonna put that on wax, man. Oh, but, I, there's two names that came to mind. Like, <laughs> well, I, I will say this: one of the names you might be thinking is definitely not him. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just just uh, tell me off wax. Wow, I tell you off wax. I tell you off wax. When I heard, man, I was like, what? <laughs> so yeah but again you know uh if if i you know i wasn't really like close to this particular person i wasn't close friends with this guy you know i i, I will say this every time we did cross hairs you know we hit it off we was laughing joking about you know you know random stuff and everything it wasn't like he was like a p-lame at, at, at a at a guy or whatever he was he, he was cool he was he, he was super cool it was just when it's just one of those things like what like <laughs> mm. but yeah uh but if it was a close friend of mine that is partaking i'm like man to me yeah it don't make a big deal it don't make a difference to me man i'm like whatever man if well, you feel, never, you never, you never hear that about me. Let me put that out there. Like, <laughs> ain't gonna like, hear that about me either. My my earth is holy. I crave earthly things. Everything, everything yeah. I crave is earthly. I don't you know want to I mean? be in. I want to be in heaven. You know, I want to be. I want to be right here. You know, with my with my beautiful wife eating delicious food. You know, yeah. having kids and and experiencing the pleasures of the flesh. That's what I want. <laughs> that's 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 what i want like you know what i'm saying like 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 i want i want a winery in the new world i want you know what i'm saying and i want a barbershop in the new world i'm building my own barbershop man oh that'd be dope that'd be dope that's a whole episode bro that's a whole nother episode oh yeah oh yeah but <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I, I, You'll I, never I, hear about me partaking in emblems. If you if you no. hear that, do not believe it. Like, <laughs> which also I, I want to throw this out there, man. I think it's time for a refresher course, man. We need to do another. Uh, we need to do another memorial reminders episode, man. Uh oh. <laughs> I, I think because I think when we first did it, you know, we, you know, it's oh, I think it was what season two or season three, you know. It's, I don't think I don't think the people listen. I don't think we need reminders. Yeah, you know, like it's like conventions. You know, we need reminders every year. You know what I mean? Uh, good old fashioned end reminder. You know about the memorial. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. <laughs> I put that in the archive, man. Cause we, you know, just, you know, last year just uh, I saw some things. At the last memorial we had, and I was like, uh, I think people done forgot real quick. Oh, wow. Real quick. So, but let's get to these awards, man. It's award time. <clears throat> Brother Sanders side out award. One of my favorite <laughs> awards on this show. He's an all-star. What you got? 
for my brother Sanders side I award this week, I have another YouTube content creator or creator channel, I should say. It is the What We Watching channel, um, hosted by Amber, Alyssa, and Alicia. They're three black girls. I think they're sisters, um, like fleshly sisters. Um, and they review different TV shows. They're in the middle of reviewing Last of Us. Um, they've reviewed uh, The Stranger Things, Snowfall. Uh, three you know beautiful intelligent black women who just you know is 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 just do great breakdowns of shows and tv of tv shows and whatnot um you know and a couple of them are easy on the eyes they 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 some all-stars so support they channel <laughs> it's called what we watching uh watching spelled uh w-a-t-c-h-i-n nice nice uh I've been on my Twitch. I've been DJing, you know. So, uh, of course, I follow a lot of DJs on Twitch. Uh, shout out to Battle Wave. Shout out to this ain't a brother Sanders side out of war. So, no pause here. But, uh, you know, DJ Jazzy Jeff just did a did a mix yesterday uh, to De La Soul. And, oh, man. And it was super dope, man. That dude went off. Uh, he dug deep. He dug deep into the crates. And but shout out to a female DJ from London. Uh, her name is Zara Habib. Zara Habib. Z A H R A H B I B. And um, man, this she actually is an award winning DJ from London. And uh, man, this girl is amazing. Uh, she she does a lot of like dedication shows. Uh, she she's she's deep into hip hop, deep into house music, uh, lots of seventies and eighties sets uh, that she do, uh, and, and yeah, of course she's also easy on the eyes as well. Glasses got that nerdy look, but you know, okay, that 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 sound like that sound like the girls on what we watching. They they some nice wholesome yeah. girls. I like them. Yeah 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 yeah. She's wholesome. She's wholesome. She's an all star. <laughs> Big Hair Rico Award. Um, Big Hair. My, <laughs> my, go ahead. I, I got, I'm going to go first, man. My answer to the lack of parity in the NBA being back, this 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 rebirth of super teams, man, I ain't liking that, man. I'm eating my banana, man. I, I ain't appreciating bro, that. Bro, you took the words right out of my mouth for another award, but we can move on to the next one. All right. Essence of Otis Award. I actually don't have one. Lakers. Cakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Los Angeles. The Los Angeles Cakers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Cuddy Award. Cuddy Award, man. Nina Westbrook coming to the defense of her man. That's what a a real woman does, man. Shout out to her. Is she an all star? I got a Cuddy Award. I got a Cuddy Award for a couple of uh, people. Uh, first of all, I got a Cuddy Award for the Bulls uh, front office for smacking the Bulls <laughs> down, uh, <laughs> knocking the Bulls down a flight of stairs by not doing absolutely nothing during the trade deadline. Um, and now we're seeing the Bulls just slowly fall down with all their bags of groceries down the stairs. No, nah, they wait until next year. They wait until next year. Yeah. To trade, to yeah, trade Zach Levine of the Lakers. Um, my my, I also have a bonus buddy award for AJ Brown of the Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver. Uh, I don't know if you heard about the 
the back back and forth on Twitter. But uh, uh, for those who watched the Super Bowl over the uh, you know on Sunday, it's actually a really really good game. Um, but AJ uh, actually Juju uh, Smith Schuster uh, got a was able to get a holding call on the defensive back that held him towards the end of the game that kind of took the you know oomph out of already a great game and so on valentine's day uh juju decides to make a valentine's day card that looks like it was made by a kid and had the guy's face on it and said um and it said that i will hold you forever to and from with his face on it and you know I've seen shockwaves I've seen some funny some funny like spoof Valentine's cards this year like <laughs> did you see the one with grits and gravy on it uh uh-uh. uh Eddie Griffin's grits and gravy from Chappelle no. <laughs> he was like we, we stick together like butt cheeks <laughs> Oh, we come together like butt cheeks. Grace, Grace and Gravy. <laughs> we come together. Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh. But yeah, man, mine's go to AJ Brown because he cut he 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 didn't take too kindly to that that tweet that Juju uh had posted because Juju was kind of known for doing TikToks or whatever. So AJ Brown was like, hey man, congratulations on y'all win and everything, man. But but stop acting like Mahomes didn't resurrect your career, TikTok boy. Ooh. Ooh. I like it. Shots fired. <laughs> he called that man TikTok boy like, like he was his son. <laughs> I was like, I love it. I love it. This is what we need. We need. We need this, man. Trash. Look, good old fashioned trash talk, man. Stop being friends. All sports. I'm saying that to all sports, man. We need rivalries. Uh, you played yourself award. You got anything? I don't. I don't. You don't. Milk card award. Man, go to Zion Williamson. Uh, man, go like the Miss Motown. <laughs> I, I might go to Ben Simmons, man. This nigga's oh, a third. Oh this nigga's God. a third string center right now for the Brooklyn Nets. It's like <laughs> I saw an article. I saw an article online, and in all seriousness, the headline was: "Is Ben Simmons allergic to basketball?" <laughs> like his eyes about to swell up. Yeah, bro. I'm like, this is hilarious. Oh man, Ben Simmons. Whew. The Nets are stuck with the dude. Ain't nobody gonna want, want to trade for that dude at this point. And he's owed a bunch of money too. That's the other thing. Yeah. Man, you talk about a career going south after after one season. After I think he's one playoff he's one. Like Forty million next year or something. Like, who's gonna yeah. pay him forty million to do nothing? Do they still do amnesty like stuff in the NBA? I don't know. Uh, they need to use it on him if, if they still got it. Uh it's a shame award, of course. Uh plug two. It's a shame what happened. It's a shame what happened to plug two.
Yeah, it's a got. shame. It's a shame what happened to the NBA's parody, man. We oh, we, man, we, we were able to enjoy half a season, bro. Half a season without without super teams. You know what I'm saying? And now, I mean, technically, there's really only one super team out there now. Like, I know they're going to try to like make some out of the Lakers, but ain't nothing happening there. But like this this Phoenix deal is just. You know, we, we we keep taking for granted that, you know, KD's not playing and he's going to need time to kind of jail with these other guys. And, you know, um, yeah, you just know, you just know next season we're going to see more of this type of like super team formation stuff. It's like, you know, what's coming, especially, yeah. especially if Phoenix makes a deep run or possibly wins the championship. But you know, I don't know, man. Like, like, I, I hope, I hope a team like Denver. You know what I'm saying? Could, could That's what it. I'm hoping for too. And, I, and I'm telling you, I think that Bryant trade, uh, them getting Bryant, I think is going to really help Denver's depth going into the playoffs. A lot of people don't believe in Denver. I believe in Denver, man. I'm sorry. I think, I think this is. You know who I don't this, believe I, in? Oh, the Mavericks, bro. <laughs> you saw that hot potato uh game they played? The they day? can't they can't they can't guard a parked car, bro. Like oh. um just it's no defense. None. None. So I don't know, man. And I know everybody's clamoring for Dallas Phoenix playoff matchup stop clamoring for that it might not happen like (laughs) (laughs) stop clamoring for that you know i want i want a i want a grizzlies i I just i can't wait to see who the grizzlies pair up with because like everybody everybody seems to hate them i I actually no i take that i want to see a grizzlies Suns matchup but I, i doubt we'll get it I would love to see that too, and I think Phoenix. I, I and I think Memphis can beat Phoenix in the playoffs. Ah man, series. that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You're gonna see some good, good old fashioned light skin action between Devin Booker and Dylan Brooks. I mean, yeah, De- De- Devin Devin Booker is winning that that shootout like ten times out of ten. You know, <laughs> like, I just want to see Dylan Bruce just talk. Tra- I just want to see both of them talking trash to each other. And uh, yeah, sign me up, bro. Yeah, sign me up for that. The light skin wars. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that, that's going. That'll be a fun series to watch. I, I will. I will definitely look. It, it'll be some fun. I think we that's a good topic too. Another good topic. We talk about some matchups that we would like to see in the playoffs, but yeah, that that that'll be one of them. Well, let me ride on out of here, man. Yo, oh right. I'm back on I'm back on editing duties. All right, for sure. Yeah, I I gotta hear that Baxter uh commercial. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) I'm back on editing duties. I'm sure y'all enjoy Rodney's background music the past couple of shows. But your boy is back. I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back with that with that hardcore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, I, you know, you was in the middle of moving. You trying to get things around me. I was just trying to ease some of the pressure off you. Plus, plus, I uh, plus, I had some. You know, I had finished season four of Coffee and B, so I had. You know, it was actually perfect timing. I didn't have to 
edit and chop up for two shows. So I was able to just strictly focus on Magnificent Vibes and that's it. So. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. We we definitely got two different flavors. That's that's dope. Yep, for sure. Oh, new season of Coffee and B starts next week, by the way. So be on the lookout. Looking forward to it. Any, anything in a new season we should look forward to? I'm actually I'm actually going to do something a little differently to start off uh, season five. I'm actually going to backtrack. I'm debating between Daylight and Dilla. But you know, I, I I I I'll see. I'll leave that as a surprise to to kick things off. Usually, I I review a lot of the newer music that's out, but I'm just gonna cut some of that towards the end. Maybe you know, just throw in a couple of albums that I've been listening to and put it out there. But it's gonna the first episode is gonna be more of a dedication show, and then you know, going a little bit away from my usual format just to you know mix it up a little bit spice things up i was hoping somebody like l michael's affair or somebody would do like a de la soul tribute or something but you know who knows who knows you know they got that album with black dog coming out in april right yeah you did you hear the new single i did not i heard the first single i haven't heard the second one how was first, it the, well the first single okay so the first single is the same single we talking about because i know they came out with a single a couple of weeks ago. It's called. Uh, hold on, let me. Let me get. Let me pull it up. Yeah, uh, that girl. And yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, that girl and grateful. Those are the two tracks that I. Okay, got. I haven't heard grateful. Oh, grateful is dope. But yeah. Yeah, L. Michael's affair is so underrated, man. They are, bro. They are, dude. Like I saw that pairing, I'm like, oh snap! Black Dog basically traded in the roots for a better band. Like that's that yeah. was my first thought. Like <laughs> this is gonna be dope. Yep. Because when they redid the Thirty Six Chambers album, man. twice, twice. Did you hear the Thirty Eight? Let me see. I think I no, I haven't heard the Thirty Eight. I heard Thirty Seven. Dude, they got a 38th chamber, bro. You got to check it I'm out. I have to listen to that today, then. To listen to that today. Yeah. Okay. But all right, bro. Get out of here. All right, then. Got some heads to cut later. So, uh, hit you up. Thanks for listening to Vibes, Magnificent Vibes. Check out Vibes and stuff in the episode. Go and also go backtrack, listen to all our other stuff. Brother Sanders mixtape still on there. Listen to it. <laughs> Check him out. All right, y'all. Peace. All right, peace.